0: Kind of a rainy Saturday. Maybe not as much rain as, as I was led to believe we would see here in these parts. You heard the forecast from Al a moment ago. Weather looks good in Cleveland for game two of the three-game set between the Twins and the Guardians. Should be a pleasant night. The rain we're likely seeing today could impact Cleveland tomorrow. And the radar picture showing uh, the heaviest rain South and east metro right now, and it continues to track to the northeast toward the St. Croix and into Wisconsin. There's also some very heavy rain and thunderstorm activity south of the metro area uh, between Albert Lee, up toward Owatonna and Faribault. And it looks like the way that's moving will impact the east metro over toward Hudson and Menominee and beyond, so be aware of that. But uh, here in the West Metro, not a whole lot going on when it comes to the radar picture. Let's get outdoors. Steve Carney joins us, stevecarneyoutdoors.com. Steve-O, how you been?
1: I've been great, Steve. It's a nice, wet, rainy day up here in the (laughs) Northwest, which is really good. We need the rain. I'm telling you, I checked some of my lakes the last couple of days The water is actually low. I couldn't believe it. Wow. all the snow and ice. And, I mean, they're actually really low, maybe a foot low, two feet low. But, you know, we need the rain. I'm just, you know, bring it on. We need this bad. The good news, we don't have any ice. Finally. It's gone. Yeah, just in time
0: for the opener.
1: Yep, everybody's talking here, you know, the openers uh, next weekend, and, you know, finally we got the ice off the big water lakes up here, and northern Minnesota's kind of in the same boat, Winnie, Red Lake, all those lakes, it's going to be pretty dicey up there, I think, you know, the ice is going to be gone, but you only have four, five, six days of, you know, open water before, you know, the opener, so the water's going to be cold, and I was down in Big Stone Traverse this week and really was very disappointed. I noticed the water was really dark-colored and dirty, really dirtied up from the big rains and all that high winds we had for four or five days. And the water was just, you know, really in pretty bad shape. And it was in the 40s, 45, 46 degrees, and caught some crappies, caught some northern pike, but not a walleye all day on Wednesday. A little disappointed, but... I know I was early. I mean, I knew it, you know, when I dropped the boat in. I said, we're early, it's too early, and it happened. So, you know, that's the way it is.
0: Yeah, and uh, Steve, it looks like things are really going to warm up as we lead into the opener. We're going to see warm temps. I'm looking at the forecast here for the cities, but, you know, it's not going to be that different the the further north you go. We're, We're looking at temps near 80, upper 70s for sure here in the cities by the end of the week.
1: Yeah, I noticed uh, too, it looks like Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the opener looks really nice weather wise, but I think it's a little too little too late. I mean, we just, it's going to be close. I think southern Minnesota, central Minnesota is going to be okay. Northern Minnesota, I think it's going to be a tough one, especially on Leech Lake, Winnie, uh, Lake of the Woods, you know, Lake Bemidji, that big water up there, I think is going to be kind of a tough go, but. I'm just telling people, you know, stick to the southern part of Minnesota, southwest, down to the south. Uh, Those lakes will be in the 50s, maybe middle 50s by the weekend, and you're going to have a lot better chance of catching walleyes staying. The farther south you go, the better off you're going to be. And, you know, we've seen, you know, openers like this before, and it's really predictable according to water temperature. And, And up by me in the northwest, the crappies aren't even shallow yet. I've been out poking around this week, too, and they're not even close to being in the shallows. They're still out deep. So it's another 10 days, maybe, you know, a couple of weeks before things really get going.
0: You know, and you, you brought up water levels in the fact with all that snow and all that ice, and we had high water along the river here in the northern suburbs of the Twin Cities, and that started to drop off. We're well below flood stage, and it's returning to normal levels pretty quickly. But, you know, we were in a pretty severe drought last fall, and we did get a lot of snow, but it just goes to show how long it takes to climb out of that drought if you're already seeing low water levels on some of your favorite lakes.
1: You know, I thought we were going to have real issues with high water and all the lakes up to the northwest and to the west, but it's like, I can't believe it's as low as it is. So, you know bring on the rain it looks like we're going to have a lot of rain the next five days six days uh leading up to the walleye opener and that's that's great you know bring it on we really need it and um you know i hope we get it it sounds like we will so i hope we get it
0: all right so your plans for the opener where are you going to be steve what's the strategy
1: Good question. I don't know yet. I am just kind of sitting okay. on the uh, sidelines. I'm going to probably decide about Friday morning and take a look at the wind direction, uh, look at the barometer, see what you know the circumstances are, and I'm going to probably go south, maybe southwest, uh, down by Lackawanna, Big Stone, you know, kind of in that southwest area. Um, I definitely will not be opening up here in in the northwest and lakes country. Uh, I'm saving that for about a week or ten days. But I will be trailering, and, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes.
0: And, uh, Steve, uh, we'll kind of lay out the plans early. Hopefully we'll be able to visit with you before and after the Twins came next Saturday in honor of the opener and get some reports and uh, see how it's going for you next week.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm out there, Steve. I'll be probably hitting uh, hitting the road Thursday, Friday, and then uh, for sure we'll be talking on Saturday, if not earlier.
0: All right, very good, Steve. Take care.
1: care. Yeah, you too, man.
0: Steve Carney, Steve Carney Outdoors, been joining us on the weekends for years, and our outdoor coverage continues on Sunday between five and six. Rob Driesline, Outdoor News, once again, Sundays between five and six, an hour of the outdoors. Here on News Talk, a 3 and When we come back, more on the Twins. Yes, Sunny Gray is on the mound tonight. The weather looks good in Cleveland as they try and secure a series win and at least a split on this trip to Chicago and Cleveland. We'll talk about uh, the Twins' next home games as well. We'll do all of that and then get you ready for the lineup card at 4.30 here on News Talk, a 3 According to Radar, we've got rain falling here in parts of the metro. Uh, south and east metro are where the heaviest rain is falling. And then right down to I-35, uh, I'm guessing Faribault, Owatonna, seeing the heaviest rain and points just east of there. And the heaviest stuff tracking over toward Red Wing. It is all moving northeast. So uh, not as much rain northwest or west metro. But there is a shower and thunder shower activity in the forecast. Another look at that forecast here for the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. There still is a chance of showers and thunderstorms today and tonight. That will diminish. Then there's fog, dense fog possible uh, here in the Twin Cities area, particularly uh, in the early morning hours and tomorrow morning. High 78, we could see some sun. So you'll feel that humidity in the air. Sunday night, another chance of thunderstorms, 54. Monday, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms, and 70. More of the same Tuesday, 74. Then a jump near 80 on Wednesday, and again on Thursday and Friday. And then next Saturday, we got a chance of showers and thunderstorms. And seventy-eight degrees. Weather looks good in Cleveland for Game Two of the three games. Said Sunny Gray on the mound for the Twins. But back to uh, Friday nights till Game One. Uh, The Twins dropped the first two in Chicago. They salvage the final game of the series, and then they win Game One in Cleveland. So now they're two and two on the trip. And Bailey Ober was just outstanding last night, and uh, the the Twins ultimately survive and Max Kepler hit a home run and then the manager following the game Rocco Baldelli talked about Bailey Ober's start he's in great form right now I would say yes the first year we had him it was a little different where he was still working his way back his workload previously had been uh, much smaller and we treated him differently but we're not treating him differently right now than any of our other pitchers when you're on top of your game and you're throwing the ball like that, you're going to keep pitching. I mean, I think everyone watching the game from our dugout was uh, our – we didn't want to take our eyes off him. He was he was really something today. And Kep had a big swing, but Bailey Ober's outing, it's like these are the only things that we need. When a guy takes over the game like that, he can win a game for you, you know, by himself. And, and uh, that was close to what happened today. Yeah, and they've got a guy on the mound today that's – Done that a ton already early in the season. That is Sonny Gray, and we'll have more about the pitching matchup in a moment. So, Twins and Guardians this evening, Cleveland time. It'll be a 6-10 Eastern start, 5-10 Central. And then getaway day tomorrow, that'll be a 12:40 start our time. Back the lineup card to noon inside Twins at 11:30. As a result, the huddle. Pete Najarian, Dave Schwartz, only 90 minutes between 10 and 11.30. And then, of course, inside Twins at 11.30. Lineup card at noon. First pitch at 12.40, weather permitting. There is rain in the forecast for Cleveland tomorrow. And then a day off on Monday. And then San Diego comes to town Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then the Cubbies, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Target Field. So the lay of the land on Tuesday, Padres in, game time 6.40. Wednesday, 6.40 start. Then getaway day Thursday at 12.10. Then Friday night, 7.10 with the Cubs. And then matinee Saturday and Sunday at 1.10. And then the Twins make a road trip. And you'll see this in the NHL. Say the Wild go out to L.A. They'll play the Kings and the Ducks. Uh, On a trip like that. Or the Timberwolves go to L.A. and they'll play the Clippers and the Lakers. I know they share a building downtown for now. But um, on this trip, the Twins will be in L.A. to play the Dodgers on the 15th, 16th, and 17th. Then get a day off. And then be out in Anaheim to play the Angels on the 19th, 20th, and 21st. Those are weekend games. And then speaking of California, uh, the Giants are at Target Field on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, the 22nd through the 24th. And then Toronto, team playing really well in before the end of the month. So some pretty good clubs on the schedule uh, for the Twins. Once again, uh, the Guardians are the matchup today in Cleveland. And our lineup card moments away, seven minutes away with Chris Atterbury at 4.30. Sonny Gray on the mound today. And uh, his opponent on the mound, well, Logan Allen still having a pretty good season uh, for Cleveland. 1-on-1 this year, ERA 2.45. Only pitched 11 innings, but struck out 16. So Gray against Allen today in Game 2 of the three-game set. And before we take a sneak peek at the Twins lineup today behind Sonny Gray, let's get you up to date on the Major League scoreboard and where it stands right now. And there's a lot of hand-wringing among the national media on how much the New York Yankees and the New York Mets are struggling. And I I, I think the rest of the country is grinning from ear to ear. All right, in the 10th, uh, Detroit and St. Louis. Tigers lead it six to five. Tigers just three games under five hundred. Uh, the Redbirds, horrid, ten and twenty three at the moment. Once again in the tenth, Detroit leading St. Louis six to five. Uh, Cardinals down to their final three outs at Bush in extra innings. Top of the fifth, Rockies and Mets tied at two. The Mets, they aren't horrible at seventeen and sixteen. But I believe they have they've dropped nine of their last eleven games after a hot start. Hottest team in the majors, Tampa Bay leading New York, 2-0 that game in the middle of the fifth. Tampa Bay twenty seven and six. The Yankees just a game over five hundred. And and people in New York are freaking out. It's only early May, and both New York teams are just a game over five hundred, apparently not good enough. Uh, all the other action under the lights in the big leagues, just one final in the books. That was Miami falling in Chicago to the Cubbies at Wrigley, 4-2. Cubs are now a game over five hundred, and uh, the Marlins 16-18. and 18. i got to check the box score and get an update on uh, old friend Luis Araiz, who uh, went to Miami when the Twins picked up Pablo Lopez, and uh, Arise off to a terrific start. He had a hit in four trips today, left two on base. He's still hitting four thirty this season. Batting average four thirty for Luis Arise. So his batting average went down today after uh, one hit in four trips to the plate. All right, let's get back to the Twins and their lineup in the ballgame today. How are they going to go against Sonny Gray? By the way, Sonny 4-0 is ERA And I mentioned this with Phil Miller, and Corey and Danny have talked about it. Chris has, I'm sure, as well. Uh, historically, considering the long history of the Senators in Washington, and then, of course, the original Senators become the Minnesota Twins in 61 Uh, Sonny Gray's start to the season, one of the best in franchise history, in a franchise history that includes the big train, Walter Johnson, who uh, pitched in the big leagues some 100 years ago. All right, let's get to that uh, Twins lineup today. Byron Buxton will lead off in DH. Jorge Polanco will bat second and play his second. And shortstop Carlos Correa, he needs to pick it up. Uh, Some hard-hit balls, but batting only 198, four home runs, 14 RBI for Correa. Uh, At first base today will be uh, Solano. And Donovan Solano uh, done a nice job over at first base, probably not the long-term solution At first base, 264 for RBI. Jose Miranda, another guy who struggled. Uh, Miranda, 215. He'll bat fifth and play third base. Three home runs, 12 RBI. Max Kepler hit a home run in the game on Friday night. He'll bat sixth and play in right field. Four homers and 10 RBI this season. Uh, In left field today for the Twins will be Willie Castro. Uh, Castro, Uh, This year, 189, a home run for RBIs. Behind the plate today, batting eighth uh, for the Minnesota Twins, will be Ryan Jeffers, and then, of course, Michael A. Taylor will be in center field and bat ninth for the Twins. Buxton, Polanco, Correa, Solano, Miranda, Kepler, Castro, Jeffers, and Taylor behind Sonny Gray, who has been superb. This season, and once again, towing the rubber uh, for uh, the Cleveland Guardians today will be Logan Allen. Only 11 innings, but he is one and one. His ERA 2.45, and he struck out 16 in just 11 innings of work. Pretty good pitching matchup today. Uh, The Guardians 14 and 18. uh, The Twins 19 and 14, and leading the division. Another update on our weather. Weather looks good in Cleveland. Uh, We have 60 degrees here in the Twin Cities. Sorry about that. Rocco Baldelli jumped in. 60 degrees here in the Twin Cities. Southeast winds at 15 miles an hour. Still a chance of showers and thunderstorms tonight. Fog tomorrow early, otherwise partly sunny in 78. Twins and Guardians coming up next here on CCO. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone.